Hello, 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 everybody. Hi. Hi. Happy TBU Thursday. Welcome to another episode of The Black Umbrella. We are your hosts. I'm Frenchie. Ski. I'm Renee. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And I'm Wes. How y'all doing? I am here. Sexy. <laughs> okay. I, I can tell you from a sexy baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm here too. Well, we love, love that. But I'm feeling good. Yeah, I can't complain. You know what? It's a TBU Thursday. It is. Uh, the sun, hopefully it's shining where y'all are. If it's not, then imagine it shining. Imagine. imagine even it. if it's night, imagine it shining, okay? We want to be the light in your life today. Yeah. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Yeah, you know right? it. You know it. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let's get into the word of the day. Let's do it. And yes... She is a bitch. B-I-C-T-H. And in that order. Hmm. The word of the day is favorite. Favorite. One that is treated or regarded with a special favor or liking. My question for you today is, imagine you're going to one of your most beloved restaurants. You're there, you're sitting down. You already know what the fuck you want because you've been here before. Mm-hmm. You love this place. Mm-hmm. They ain't got your shit on the menu. What's your reaction? <laughs> What's your reaction? <laughs> side note of a sidebar. I experienced this yesterday. <gasps> what? Oh, oh no. no. I experienced this yesterday. I went to the um I went to South Beverly Grill. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I usually get the Hawaiian like steak, that big steak. Ooh. That big steak. That big, big steak. steak. And it has a beautiful right. flavor to it. Mm. It's just very juicy and good and just everything you would want in a steak. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Only to take a seat, uh-huh. look at the menu, oh. look at the entree. And I couldn't find oh, no. where the steak was. So I flipped it over and I saw wine and spirits. And I said, oh, okay, so this is the menu. So I went and fine tooth clone. I mean, I went to every line. Like I just <laughs> maybe they renamed it. Right. Maybe that right. it's gone. Oh shit! So I settled for the steak frites, <sighs> and I was That's, underwhelmed. Yeah, because yeah, so. you want Hawaiian to from a steak to steak frites. Yeah, that's a, that's something different. Yeah, that's it's, downgrade. Huh. It really is. From a full steak <laughs> yeah. to cut up steak pieces and some fries. And that yeah. Hawaiian steak was something special, y'all. Like, the flavors okay. in there were tropical and unmatched. And I had never had a steak like that before, ever, which is why I always yeah. went there to get that steak. Yesterday, didn't happen. Maybe we could try to recreate it. Frenchy. Sorry. Possibly. I don't oh. know. Gotta be good with meat on the grill. You good with meat on the grill? Uh, I don't. I've never really grilled. Before. We can't ask Frenchie then. Oh, well, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> I hope you never get your steak ever again. <laughs> ask Anthony. Y'all supposed to say you guys are Anthony. Yeah. Ask Anthony what's going on. <laughs> Frenchie's good at put that bacon hand. That bacon hand is superb. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, bacon? I hate bacon. No, bacon. Yeah, sorry. Bacon. Yeah, no, I, I got it. I got you. Hand. I got you now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would just be upset. I'll be upset that it wasn't there, but I mean, I would just ask my waiter like okay so what do you what do you like like what do you prefer that's kind of mm, like what i do you can't trust them they ain't never let me astray let me tell you something they're gonna lead you to you the go. highest thing on the menu too they're gonna be like oh i recommend this one i'll be like 70 dollars a crit 
What else do you recommend? Next thing, eighty dollars. <laughs> okay. I see. No, they don't do me like that. Okay, they do me like yeah, that. Yeah, no. Oh, I usually I'll look over and I'll find a thing or two that I do enjoy or that mm-hmm. I do think would be good, and then I'll just ask them like, okay, like, what do you like? What would you suggest between this and this? And they're like, oh, this one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would do the same thing actually. I mean, I usually do, but yeah, I would definitely be hurt and I would ask if there was something like do you have something similar to yeah. this item? And then yeah, I would just find something else that I think would good. But my dad <laughs> mm-hmm. My dad will hold a grudge over some food. Oh, that's funny. That's why this question came. That's why I thought about it because he will hold a grudge over some food. If he goes to a restaurant, even if he hasn't been there in five years, he's still going to be mad that a certain thing isn't on the menu. I'm like, it's been five years, dude. He's like, I don't Uh, care. mm -hmm. Like, I came here for this. I come here for this whenever I do come here and now it's gone. And he, he'll just not go there anymore. Like, he won't try to find anything else. He'll just be like, nope. I wash my hands. Of That's like me with the laundry <laughs> hot wings. Like, oh, yeah. cause they used to be in oh, Long Beach yeah. and I used to freaking love that place. But there's then no one in uh, there's, they have many okay. other locations and I've been to one of the other locations and it but was it's nowhere not, near the same. And I was pissed off. So I never went back. Yeah. Yep. Damn. That's deep. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't, th- <laughs> I think that might be my last visit to be honest. To the uh, restaurant. If they don't have that steak, I have no oh. reason. There was that was my premiere. Everything. Oh yeah. See, everything yeah. else is cool, but that was my. But that's like that the was one. my jam, right? Mm-hmm. But they do have a good dessert, so you know, yeah, I might oh, go there yeah. to have a little dessert, a little bit of wine. Ja- oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't. I don't see just my, for the dessert. I mean, I mean, we go to. They pre- have a great kale Caesar too. I'm not gonna lock. I'm oh, gonna knock yeah, them on that I love either. A kale Caesar. But uh, I, my 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 entree is gone, so I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. My entree I'm, is gone, so I'm gone. I'm not showing up just for the salad and the soup. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry you went okay, through that. Thank you. Um, are we ready to for the birds? Yeah, let's do it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you hear them today. I hear them. I hear them. They are here. They are out. They're thriving. Hey. Um. So for the birds, it's the part of the show. You know, it's not. It's not the same as last week, y'all. Y'all see the fits today. Regular. We are regular. <laughs> I just noticed we all have black on. We went from silver to black. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Damn it. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Okay. But yes, for the birds, it's the part of the show. We look to Twitter. I'm. X, I guess. No, no we like the Twitter uh, slash X, <laughs> and we see what's popping, what's going on, and we talk about it. So the first thing I want to talk about um, is the Cash App glitch. Did y'all see? I saw people talking about, I, but I didn't too. know what yeah. was happening. Same. So apparently, over the week, um, or like weekend, it was like a couple of days, a couple of days, mm-hmm. um. And Cash App was having some kind of like a glitch to where, you know, um, usually if you have a Cash App and you add money to your Cash App account, like it takes the money from your bank account, your bank account yeah. mm-hmm. right? But there was a glitch happening on Cash App to where when people would do that to add money, it was not taking 
money from their bank account, but it was still putting the money in their cash app account. Mm. So people were running it up. <laughs> I bet. I mean, uh, what? people were putting 20000 That went through? Okay. 40000 <laughs> And that went through too. What? Okay, shit. People was going crazy. That's I saw brave. people buying Hellcats, SRTs. <gasps> oh, yeah. Why didn't someone put me on this glitch? I would have been paid off these loans, honey. Well, let me tell you why. Okay, tell. Oh, me. people had so much fun. They was having a good time. They was cashing out. Yeah, cashing out, going crazy. But then, you know, of course, Cash App. They're gonna come in. They're gonna fix up that glitch, well, patch yeah. it up, make it right. And so the folks who went ahead and really divulged and had a great, great, great time, they woke up that next morning or so, right? Account in the negative. I bet. Because what the hell? Yeah. Now, I saw some people, it was like, oh, maybe like negative 200 bucks or something, which is like, oh, Uh, Well, that's reasonable. That's reasonable, right? (laughs) Like, okay, you tried to see. Yeah. What you could do. Yeah. A little something, something. You did did a little something. That's okay. That's fine. But um, Arama, I saw people in negative twenty thousand, negative forty, fifty thousand. Yeah. yeah, that would have been me. I <laughs> and this is why. That would have been me. That's why you didn't know. Right? You weren't supposed to. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah, if you if you got in on that uh that cash app glitch, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got God, baby. But you I mean, God. at least you got to live your best life for a little bit. Yeah. And now, I mean. Bit. You probably will never be able to use your cash app ever, ever again. again. Banned. Yep. It's probably okay. banned or, yeah. You're going to be going through a lot of things with mm. your bank. And, mm. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, that's Is that a crime? Yeah. I mean. I mean, if your account is in the negatives and you can't pay that shit back. Mm. And you didn't really loan it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not a crime. I don't think because it was the app that was messing up. It wasn't like yeah they were doing some kind of fidgeting with what was like it. Mm. Just the app was messed up. Yeah. Mm. And some people did what they did. Yeah. I don't know the repercussions of everything. Keep me up to date. I need the yeah. ca- I need the Cash App documentary now. <laughs> right. Hulu. Somebody get on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, the next thing I have is um, <gasps> child. Mm. Mm. The poo poo plane. Mm. Who ordered the poo poo platter? Mm. The poo. Put your mouth right over that hole. Mm. Put your mouth there and speak it in there. Let it all go. Come Let on, go. speak it in the hole. Mm. Speak it in the hole. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The poo poo plane, baby. Mm-hmm. Not the poo poo platter. Mm-hmm. The poo poo plane. All right. Wow. I love how she says, "Just let it, let it out, let, let it, it go, right. let, let it go." go. That's what Iyana says, "Let it go." My God, I'm gonna tell y'all <laughs> what happened on this Delta flight, baby. There was a Delta flight leaving from Atlanta, okay, and they were going to what I would assume at this time of year, sunny Barcelona, Spain. Hey, bienvenidos, bienvenidos, right? Yes. Everybody on that flight was ready to go and Amigas live their cheetas. best. Exactly, they were on their way to live their best cheetah girls life. Yes, okay, the dream. They're ready to kick into the streets. They yes. were ready. They were ready. And um, somebody else was 
was <laughs> not only were they ready, but their ass was, was ready. ready. <laughs> it was quite ready. Okay. Good gracious. So um on this Delta flight, you know, everybody's ready. They're excited, like, yay, Barcelona, right? Yeah. So the flight is like a eight hour flight, I think it is. Um leaving from Atlanta to go to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And two hours. Yes, two hours into their eight hour flight, mm. somebody's asshole <laughs> just opened <laughs> and the floodgates went. <laughs> okay. This person had diamond <laughs> all up and down the plane. The runs. Up and down the plane. All you know that walk that nice little walkway right in between right up the middle of that plane yeah yeah you can go look at the video if you want mm. just know you're gonna see some shit <laughs> okay and that person is not leaving that bathroom no once no once they're in there you're there mm. yeah. I feel like they didn't go. They didn't get to the bathroom. Was the thing? No, it doesn't matter. Even if you're (laughs) shitting in the middle of the aisle, as a flight attendant or whatever, yeah, as a flyer, (laughs) as a flyer, I am making sure you make it to the restroom. Even if you've already soiled yourself and and pissed and shit all over the aisle, I'm gonna make sure you make it to the restroom and you stay in there the whole entire two hours back. Get it all out right there. Don't yeah. even come back. You just lock yourself in there because <laughs> nobody else wants to go in there realistically. We've got another one at the front of the, pl- uh, in front of the plane. We'll just use that one. Mm-hmm. You you sit in the back and you chill for the next two hours and just don't come out. Ever. Because I don't want to smell it either. Yeah. No. Because you're not done. You're not done. Hours. You could. You next can't. two hours. They were only two hours into the flight. But they, they turned back around. Yeah. Yeah. So they got to sit in the rest in the play for the for next two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So for those next two hours, you're going to need to be in that bathroom. Locked yes. up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. This person shit all up and down the aisle. And the, of course, the flight attendants are like, hello, <laughs> let's uh, rectify, rectify this. Okay. Um, let's, let's make this right. Okay? Let's rectify it. And so they let the pilots know, hey, this is what the fuck's going on back here. And the pilots were like, great. They let the people know, like, hey, somebody shit up in here. Mm-hmm. And, um... They were like, all right, that's a biohazard. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to turn the plane back around because we don't know. You know, they don't know what's going on with that person. We why don't. they had that. Why they had that situation going right. on. And they don't need to, you know, just be landing the plane wherever and possibly spreading whatever it is in yeah. other states and places. So they had to turn Ugh. the flight back around. Goodness. Two hours back to Atlanta. Ooh, feces. Feces smell like on feces. the plane. Just smelling like shit. Can't get no fresh air. Uh, the, air no fresh air. the air that's no circulating is being filtered being and recycled. Right back into your face. Uh, oh my god. Just nasty. I know it's bad. I know it's hot up in that motherfucker. Mm. Oh gosh, I just know it's all bad. Yeah. And you can smell it. I know it's lingering. Of course. And the, of course. And you want to know what's so sad? After about the first hour. You're used to it. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, you don't even smell so it. Like, oh, like, after the first hour, you're used to it. <laughs> but like, Wah. yeah, Yo, I can't do it. Oh, my. Uh. And then knowing that it's a biohazard just makes it even more like, all right, we don't know what's going on with this person or mm-hmm. what they've spread to this plane. So now we have to make sure that we separate ourselves from whatever's going on in the actual airport. Yep. Right. So like, this, it's going to take a lot more clearance to get 
oh. off the plane and get onto a new one and yeah. making sure you're not carrying anything that spreads to someone mm. else on a new plane. It's just Spray a whole. Spray them all down. Ugh. Ugh. I couldn't. Just nasty. Just stinky. Terrible. Right? So, yeah, they had to, you know, turn that plane back around. They landed right on back in Atlanta. They had to have been Everybody had to get off that plane. Yeah. And um, they had to wait until another plane was ready mm-hmm. to take them on back or until they cleaned the plane that they were on. No, torch it. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> they didn't torch it. And, uh, they cleaned it. No. So no, what they did was they, they, the crew or, you know, Mm-mm. whoever cleans the planes, they had to come on there. They cleaned the whole plane. Fuck they no. even ripped up the carpet and put okay. in, like, Good. new, like, they, they had to redo everything yeah. because, Good. Good. damn, bitch. I need a new seat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I need to know everything. Yeah. 336 passengers were on this flight. Ooh. They all had to get turned around. And they all had to wait till the next day. They had to wait eight oh. hours until the next plane was ready credit. for them. Imagine the people who had all their excursions planned when they were no, leaving. Yeah. I mean, everything is pushed back. Everything. I can't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. mm. What? I'm going to have to find out who I need to talk to. Yeah, because I'm going to need to talk to somebody to get some yeah. type of comp. And the sad part, it's not the airline's fault. It's like, not. They're really not going to give any credit. They're going to be like, baby, that was a passenger. If yeah. you have an issue, take it up with the passenger. But we did all of our protocol and followed it yeah, very well. Yeah, that's true. But I'm going to be like, what? Like, did you not have warning signs when you, you didn't feel no bubbliness, you know, a little mm. something that lets you know, you know, that's not a fart, you know? Sometimes you, know. you Has anybody ever been in this situation where sometimes you it's don't not a fart. know? Yeah. And then no. you just think it's cool and then you'd be like, oh, hold up. That's not it. I have been there before. So I, I can also, not. I have. And let me tell you, you really are moving around in your normal life. And you're like, okay, let's see. <laughs> let this one go. And then you're like, the moment that you feel a little bit of warmth. Oh. You feel, you clench up. Quick, oh, yeah. Hold up. Oh, oh, no. You're like, ooh. And you're like, oh, oh, that's not what that was. Right. And then in that moment, you must make a decision. Oh. If you're at home, very easy. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. If you are not at home, your decision Something is, needs to happen. Am, I, am I close enough to get to home to where I can be comfortable? Or yeah. do I need to let this out wherever I am? And find a bathroom. And that's one of the fast. hardest decisions you have to make in your life. Because <laughs> whenever you're at that in-between stage where I'm really like 30 minutes from home, uh, but I'm like five minutes away from this restroom, but I know I'm not going to feel comfortable in this little-ass restroom where people walk right. in and out, knowing that you're <laughs> that I'm going crazy up in here right now, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I will always choose the latter and try to make it home. Mm. And it doesn't. Ha- it hasn't happened often, but it has happened one to two times where I was like, and I never, I never, you know, not on myself. Oh, okay. right. that's goodness. good. That's good. But <laughs> I had that consciousness in my mind of being like, this ain't regular. Right. Mm. And we're going to need to figure out how we're going to handle this thing. Mm-hmm. And we handled it. That's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the people on the plane, the, these passengers, like, what do they feel? You can't beat the shit out of them. <laughs> That's been done. <laughs> That's been done. Cake been baked, okay? Cake been baked, honey. So. I just thought about that pancake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
I'll, I'll mention it real quick because you brought it up mm-hmm. in other ass news. <laughs> um, there's there was also this video that was floating around on Twitter, and it was of um this man who um wanted to make pancakes for the video, and he. <laughs> As a respectable job as an OnlyFans content creator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is exactly. a respectable job. Yes. Yes. yes exactly. Um, and so what what he was doing in this video, mm-hmm. he had a nice little little skillet, little griddle, mm-hmm. ready to go, fired up, ready to make those pancakes, right? Mm-hmm. And then he squats down. Yeah, squats down over the griddle <laughs> and squeezes pancake batter out of his asshole. Mm-hmm. He does. Um, and it lands right on the griddle. Landed right on the griddle. He made perfect pancakes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they looked good. They looked, they looked, <laughs> they, they looked good. They looked um, shitty to me. <laughs> they did not. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, made pancakes. Made pancakes with that ass. And then, um, and then, and then followed up. And then followed some, it up with some berries. They said, yeah. you got to top it off. Mm-hmm. They put some <laughs> blueberries um inside squatted over those pancakes once again and bloop, 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 yeah. squeezed out those blueberries one by one and then a little bit more batter came a little out. bit more batter right came out yeah i said yeah. we didn't get them all we didn't get all out. we didn't get it all out but it's okay hey <sighs> and i think the caption was anybody got syrup <laughs> i think it might have been that yeah <laughs> Woo, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gee. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Good, I mean, good on them pancakes. What a baker. Right? <laughs> I can't remember your Twitter name. I'm going to try to find it. Okay. Because yeah, I can you, shout you out. Because if y'all want to see it, y'all can go and see it now. <laughs> it's just, we're not going to be showing it on the show. You know, this is a yeah. family television, right? Is, is it? it? I always click no on that question. Because so. <laughs> it really isn't. It's not. I also do the same thing whenever I'm uploading the podcast. Hmm. Is this for children? No. no. It's not. And I think I sent you a voice note right after I sent you the thing, huh? Um, that yeah, might make it so. easier for me to find it. Oh, yeah, here it is. His oh. name is Nathan Ninfo at N-A-T-H-A-N-N-Y-M-P-H-O. Mm. So find him on Twitter and yeah. subscribe. It looks like he might need. Oh, he might need. He's it. baking something. Out. Oh, also, oh, he. This is this is what he does. Uh-huh. Oh, he I'm, just bakes things. I'm learning how he got the batter up there right now. Go, Nathan. All right. Well, that's that. God, I'm telling that we sent you. If you do, <laughs> sure, we might want to have him on. So hey, we might. You never know. Mm. There's a, there's a little something for everybody here at the Black Umbrella. We we you're home. We're yeah. home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not yucking your yum. Me neither. Yeah. Um <laughs> last thing that I have for the birds. Um child, there's a man on the loose. Yeah. There's a swiper. Oh, swiper no swiping. On the loose, mm. baby. There's a tabby swindler oh, walking man. around New York. Let's get into it. Let's mm. get into it, okay? So there's this video of this girl giving us the lowdown on the tabby swindler in New York, okay? So she's like, I was outside in New York, walking these New York streets. Um, She passed this guy up on the street, and she thought like, oh, you know, he's kind of cute, but kept it pushing. And then later on, she opened up like her Tinder, and she saw that 
he sent her a message and was like, hey, was that you that just walked past me, you know, on this street or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, you know, she didn't even know that her and that guy had matched on Tinder before. So she was like, oh, cool. They hang out. They go on a date. Um, they go back to her place. They have sex. And then the next morning, um, the next morning, you know, they're doing the whole oh, morning thing. I'm getting dressed. You're getting dressed. We, we're going to part our ways. Mm-hmm. Right. And the whole time, like they're kind of having a conversation just about fashion and everything. And then he looks over in the corner and he's like, oh, yeah, like I've always wanted some tabbies like blah 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 she's like oh yeah i have some they're really cool i really love them and he was like yeah i've been you know i've been really wanting to get some and all these kinds of things um she goes to the bathroom to like brush her teeth or whatever she comes back he's dressed they you know kiss hug goodbye maybe i'll see you later maybe i won't cool this was fun peace then she looks over in the corner where she keeps her shoes and she notices Mm. my motherfucking tabbies is gone (laughs) hold the phone where did my tabbies go mm-hmm. right because she was like i did not wear them yeah so right. they should still be sitting up right there right mm. and so then it kind of clicks in her mind after some time like this man mm. really took me on a date fuck me and <laughs> stole my shoes mm. who would do such a thing right yes. so, right thieves mm. Mm. damn and thieves exactly so she gets on her phone and she's like oh hell no like you know i'm gonna text him or call him and be like what the fuck you stole my shoes like bring my shit back where are you right and so oh i forgot to mention this part um so she has her phone she's about to go to call him and then she realizes his phone i mean his phone number is not in her call logs anymore and like the text messages aren't there or anything and then that's when she also realizes that there was a point when he was like, oh, I want to show you something. He was like, wanted to show her a playlist or whatever. And so she gave him her phone. Wow. And he was like looking for the playlist. But really what he was doing was deleting his number out of her call logs, deleting their text message thread so that she would have no trace back to him and blocked her on Tinder too, I believe. And then he dipped on off. So she had no way what the to fuck? contact this man. So she made a TikTok that and was like, insane. who knows who this man is? Right. Tell me right now because he stole my shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. So the Internet got to work like it always does. Always. Mm-hmm. Found the man. He saw the videos and everything that was going on. And then he was like, he hit her up and was like, Please take that down. I did not steal your shoes. That's not the kind of person that I am. I would never do that. Hmm. And then homegirl said, oh, no, that's not something that you would do. Well, then what's this? And Mm. sent him a screenshot (laughs) of his girlfriend. You heard right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Sent a screenshot of his girlfriend wearing her her tabbies. That's crazy. Like her Mary Jane tabbies. Her Mary Jane Jane tabbies. Wow. And then so he says, all right, <laughs> like, you got what? me like a damn cartoon <laughs> villain. All right. I've you got had. me. <laughs> like like what? I've been Are had. you serious? Ugh. All right. You got me. Okay. I'll come bring them to you. I'm sorry. What? And then, yeah, they meet someplace down in New York. She brought her friends with her. Yeah. And um, yeah, they got the shoes. She got her shoes back. And um, yeah. So if you in New York. 
Watch out for the tabby swiper. Okay, the tabby him. swindler. Because what? Be on the lookout. Y'all have got to help me understand the obsession with the tabbies. Because I've seen some, and I've seen them look cute on some people. But mm-hmm. uh-huh. those ones right there. Mm-hmm. You wasn't feeling the Mary Jane. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. They're not my. They're not my thing. But yeah. the fact that they are so much so someone's thing mm-hmm. that they would get on a dating app, meet a woman, take her on a date, um, go fuck her just to steal her shoes for said girlfriend to cheat. So you would go like cheat what? on. You would go cheat on your girlfriend just to swipe some shoes for her. You going too far? I do want to know the connections that she's made. Since this thievery, only because she got to her. Yeah, but I do think that it, I want to see the connections that she's made with other people who this oh. man has been in contact with. Oh, yeah, because it definitely didn't give first time doing this. No, Hell it no. gave like this he was experience. so cool, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it was nothing. Yeah. So this isn't his first time stealing something from someone's house Mm-mm. that he hooked up with. He had a whole setup. So I want to know who the girls were before her, mm-hmm. and let me hear their stories because I'm sure all of them passed it off as it was something small, like oh. I couldn't find my so-and-so, but mm-hmm. I don't know where I might have left it somewhere. You know, I don't know. But for her to actually go and be like, no, I know where my shit is and my shit is missing. <laughs> right. It made those other girls go back and be like, hold on. You know it did. That man was in my house and I was missing, I don't know. Um, my off-white candle. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm missing my, I was I was wondering where my damn book went, but mm-hmm. now it's going, I was wondering where my stand mixer was. Mm-hmm. Oh. But maybe he took that shit. Like, you know, oh, like, God, not the stand mixer. You, I, I might have to come stab you over that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can't put nothing past him. Okay, he walked out the, the door with two with a pair of tabbies. He did. I mean, bop, bop, quick. What the heck? <laughs> quick with he, it. Wow. And I, I would just love to know, because I need to know if there are other women that he's done this to. Does he... Go out, cheat on his girlfriend just to steal from these women just to give the gifts to his girlfriend. And is his girlfriend like, is she being like showered with gifts? And she's like, oh my God, like mm-hmm. my man is just so sweet and so mm-hmm. nice. And he Some broke me. nigga antics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You dirty dog. Dirty when, are, dog. when are they going? When are people going to start getting the fact that you don't have to? I guess for some people it's different, right? Maybe he is with someone who's super duper like, the only way I know you love me is if you get me stuff and if you buy me stuff, and that's different. Oh, but yeah. I do feel like uh-huh. for the majority, it's just the effort that you put into planning something that really turns someone on. Like for me, mm-hmm. if you're really putting an effort into planning something, whether it's a day, whether it's an evening, whether it's whatever it is, right? If yeah. I see that you take an effort to make sure that I didn't have to drive or we're Ubered everywhere or I didn't have to, work, I didn't have to pay for anything or um every step of the way like it was all thought out and and, and perfect i'd be like i love that it ain't it doesn't be much money mm-hmm. yeah. as long as i can see that you've actually put effort toward planning something fun and creative and that's all it takes like that's really all it takes but no no maybe not for him yeah and you know what you can do if you are with someone who's like you know like oh you have to give me gifts to show me that you love me um take your broke ass away from that bitch you yeah. cannot afford her yeah you yep. you are yeah. not ready to be a boyfriend that's showering your girlfriend with gifts all the time you right. cannot do that You're get not. your broke ass on yeah thank you now that's all i got for the birds <laughs> jesus uh. 
Um, what is our pay it dust in our shining moment though? Our pay it dust. It's something that had us messed up, upset, fucked up from the week that we want to dust off of our shoulders and our shining moment. Something that went good. Something that brought us some joy, made us smile. Something that we want to shine a light on. Okay. Mine all happened within the same day. So I'll give mine right now. Hallelujah. I know my pay it dust is to the man who decided he wanted to, uh, Swerve in front of me as I was coming yeah. up. Where was I coming? La Cienega? Coming oh. up La Cienega. And <laughs> I was trying to get to Slauson mm-hmm. to make my left. And that man on La Cienega just, woo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right in front of me. And I mean, it was like nothing to him. And he, and he moved slow. It wasn't even a quick woo. It was like a okay. ease into it. But we're all going <laughs> the speed of traffic. So I said, how are you going to try to cut me off? But ease into cutting me off. Like, I had to move over, swerve a little bit, you know, gave a little honk, honk. But what's going on here? What is going on here? So that just didn't align with my day because you tried to off me and my friends. That's not cute. Um, And then also in that same day, Joanna actually made us a dinner. Um, And it was a beautiful dinner and dessert as well. Gorgeous. Oh, the the cake is still in my mouth to this day. Like, it tastes so good. Um, so, and we sat and we talked and we laughed and we watched the movies all day. Um, and ended with a Tubi movie with Delicious. So, <laughs> yep. it was the perfect night. It was. Um, so that's my, that's my shining moment of here it does. I love that. Beautiful. Um, mine is in within the same weekend. So I'm gonna pay that to Nancy Drew. Oh, yep. Nancy yep. girl. Yep. Yeah. You had us fucked us with, the, with those clues. They were kind of whack because what the dots and the flowers i wasn't feeling it anyways (laughs) um and then saturday well that was fun solving the case for my friends we were chilling having fun and then sunday joanna made this beautiful dinner for me for my birthday and Mm -hmm. it was so good yeah so good everything was so good and flavorful the pizza oh how could i forget the pizza that shit yeah homemade Homie. Don't play with her. <laughs> Don't play with Joanna. Right. Don't play with Joanna. The pizza, two different pastas, okay? You heard me. Two. Uh, yeah. Two different pastas. Mm. And a delectable cake. Just so good. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, she did that shit. Uh, props to her. Bad bitch award. Get you some real friends. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Get you some. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pay dust to the fact that um, I encountered my first... Uh, alarm go off at work today. Yeah, yeah, that weird alarm. Yeah, apparently, um, like on the third floor of our building, that's like where visitors come in, and sometimes the visitors like to, you know, on the way up the elevator, they like to vape a little bit. They do, oh. and sometimes when they're walking through the hall, they like to vape a little bit. <laughs> right? Okay. They just pull out the vape. Pull out the vape. Pull, the vape pull out the vape. Out. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that gives off smoke. And I work in a hospital. So Mm -hmm. the sensors, the alarms are very sensitive. sensitive. Yep. So um yeah. Damn. Yeah, I was sitting there at my desk just click 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 clacking. And then next thing I know, sound like some damn whales spawning. <laughs> went through just just ra- rang through the speakers or whatever happened. Let it ring, babes. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
and then we all went out and they were like oh this is your first one and i was like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, this happens all the time. Oh, and I was like, God, what? God, really? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I said, damn. So we all had to, we had to evacuate the whole building. Wow. And then we got to, you know, finally go all back in. We're sitting down back at our desk doing work. And then literally 30 minutes before work was supposed to be over, mm-hmm. the alarm went off. Yeah! No. I love it. What? Love it. I was like, "Are you gotta be? You gotta be shitting me?" <laughs> not I get two in a day. You did, and, and not somebody, it happens all the time. You know, they said, "Yeah, it happens all the time." That's because the people, uh, you know, they they just come in to visit somebody, and mm-hmm. they're just not giving a damn about anybody wow. else in the building. So that's yeah. actually insane. Ooh, so I'm paying us that. Get yeah. it off um, your chest. Get it off your chest, baby. <laughs> Right. Um, but my shining moment, yeah, it's going to be this weekend. It was great. We had a good time. We watched movies. Mm-hmm. We ate great. Yes. Great food. Oh, girl, that wagon wheel. Oh, the wagon Frenchie wheel. Frenchie was so wagon. excited for the wagon wheel. Wagon y'all. wheel? That wagon wheel pasta, baby. It was, Shit was delicious. Bite. It was great. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. And we all got to watch our first Tubi movie together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was something. I'll it, tell you what. It was special. It was. It was special. Go delicious. Go delicious. You go A plus. Yeah. You looked good. You looked delicious. You looked delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was her favorite line? Shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then delicious is screaming is like. Yeah, it's, it's like this like high pitched little. I'm just like, okay. Mini <laughs> Ripperton. <laughs> Spooked. <laughs> I was like, all right, good. <laughs> Yeah, mm, you you go though, delicious. You go, go delicious. Right. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on then. Well, shall we get into the gust of wind? Let's do it. Welcome y'all to the gust of wind. My name is Wes, as y'all all know. And um, in the gust of wind, we go over new music. We go over pop culture, but. Today it's just new music. I have no pop culture for you, but best believe next week for the VMAs, we got you because we leave in the studio and we're going to go watch the show. So mm-hmm. we got you. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into it. <laughs> that came in just at the right time. It did. All right. So first for new music, we obviously have a really, really, really big. Song that came out this week, a song with a video, by the way, right? Yes. yes. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, Bongos. Bongo, 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 Bongo. Like a drum. Honey, I'm home. Shoes getting kicked off. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. Because he took more turns in the keyhole. Yeah. I think there are some very memorable lines in Bongos, right? Yes. Now, obviously, ears to the streets first. So, upon listening and watching the video, I went to Twitter to see what the people were saying. Because mm-hmm. I want to know what the people are saying. And yeah. Twitter's real time. So, I'm yeah. getting it all as it go, mm-hmm. as it's going. And I was a little surprised to see a 50-50 split. Like, there was 50% Ooh, that... really? Yeah. I did. There was yes. a 50, it was very much like 50% were very much into it. And, then, and the other 50% were like, I don't get it. It yeah. sounds interesting. There really is no beat. Like, what's going on here? This is different. Yeah. I mean, they're like, they couldn't get used to it, right? Um, mm-hmm. I do think that because I saw the visual element and heard the song at the same time for the first time together, I'm going to naturally have a different take on the song because... I, I can see what's being displayed to me on the TV and mm-hmm. hear everything happening. So I'm 
in it, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. I could probably imagine if I were to hear this in my ears for the first time without without having any visual or anything, I might be like, okay, like kind of waiting for the beat to kick in, and then being like, oh. That's that's the beat. Like they're really rapping on this song. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's a rap heavy song. Um, there's no like la 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 singing, right? <laughs> they're 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 giving bar for bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like how the song is made because I do think that it makes us focus on the actual bars being given. There is not much distraction going on with production yeah. in the background. It's very much like get on the track. Your track is your pacing. And you just spit your bars. And if you want to change your cadence, you want to change how you're delivering your bars, you do that. But do it and keep it going. With the beat. And yeah. they kept it going. It With was like beat. Cardi had a verse, then Meg had a verse, yes. then Cardi had another verse, then Cardi and Meg came together. It was like, it was yeah. perfect. I enjoyed the song. Mm-hmm. I really did. I enjoyed the song. I enjoyed the production. I enjoyed the video. They look great. They sound yes. great. I do love Cardi's bars. I love Megan bars even better, but that's just me. I'm just yeah, really big Megan bars. Megan always has bars. <laughs> really bars. Big Megan, Megan bars. always really big sets Megan the bars. <laughs> yeah, but I will admit that Cardi's really been pushing her pan lately. Like she's like, she listen, has. I am a writer too. Don't play me, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do like that that she's actually getting comfortable with just putting her pen to paper and writing. Um, so yes, that's how I feel about Bongos. How did y'all feel? Did y'all like it? Um, I freaking love the song. Mm -hmm. I love it. The video was freaking flawless. I loved every bit of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just love the song on its own. I've literally been listening to it nonstop. Like, yeah. Today when I was at work, I was listening to like all the music that we were probably going to go over today just to like refresh myself. And when I tell you, I literally had it on repeat for almost an hour. And I said, oh, you gonna have to move on. You're not going to be able to get onto the other projects and stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, I really love this song. And it reminds me of like one of my favorite songs. It's like um, because if you know, like Brazilian beats like Brazilian funk that's that's what this song is and there's like this I think it's called like bum bum granada or something like that that's my jam like that's my song (laughs) right there so this remind like this song reminded me of that song and yeah I was here for it I'm here for it yes same Nika like a drum (laughs) beat it up beat it up beat it up yes same Frenchie same Wes I think it's a very solid song and I kind of want to see it just I want to see what it's going to be involved in because it's like it's going to have to go in a commercial of some sort it's going to be in a movie but yeah I'm excited to see how it goes yeah um next song on the list I have is BJ the Chicago Kid and Coco Jones Spend the Night yes I listened it was Mm -hmm. way different than what I thought it was going to be (laughs) yeah whenever I listened to BJ the Chicago Kid and I saw BJ the Chicago Kid and Coco Jones together and then I saw Spend the Night I was I was thinking um of Mm-hmm. BJ's song um, Time Today I got time today I was like oh this is gonna be this is gonna be one of those like slow jam, slow jam. Yeah. And very then... much boom <laughs> was not that <laughs> it was groovy um, it was groovy <laughs> yes. it was like back in the day kind of groovy mm-hmm. something I didn't expect um, but it's a fun single and I didn't expect it to be friend from the title or from the cover art mm-hmm. so naturally yeah. whenever I was clicked on it I was like oh this has a little bit of a yeah. swing to it <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Let me see your hips swing. But it was a little different than what I expected. So in my core of core R&B hearts, I was like, 
<sighs> I wanted it to be something that was like, come and spend the night with me. Like, you yeah. know, like, uh-huh. something very like alluring, you know, and then it, and it's still, it is still, it's still kind of sexy, but it's fun sexy. Yeah. It's like, uh, exactly. come and spend the night. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Like, <laughs> you know, let's night. do it. Let's it's it's groovy. groovy. <laughs> it's groovy. But I would suggest if y'all are into it, did, it, did the song sound like what y'all expected it to sound like? Or? No, definitely no. not. Especially yeah. because of what we've heard from Coco and from what we've heard from in the past from BJ. And it's just like, oh, okay. And you're looking at the cover art and you're like, oh, this is about to be some mm. Mm, late mm. night text shit. And then... It wasn't. It was groovy, but it was groovy and it was fun and it was still sexy. It was just fun, sexy. Um, I thought the song was just okay, Mm -hmm. honestly. Um, I felt like it was a Target commercial song. Mm. Mm. That was thirty percent off. Yeah, like that's what I was waiting for. Thirty (laughs) percent off sale, summer sale. Um, yeah, I thought it was just okay. Um, I really wanted something different. But I listened to the song multiple times mm-hmm. to try to, you know, of course, release myself of what I was expecting. And I still felt like it was just okay. I had to listen a couple times, too. Yeah. I listened a couple times and was like, okay, I kind of see what the vision is. Yeah. I didn't expect those two to be in the vision whenever you hear that beat. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. You're allowed to have some fun. However, yeah. If you want to give us some R&B real, you know. I'm, yeah. You know, take I'm it down. for it. <laughs> Um, although it did have some roots in R&B, so I'm not mad at it. Yeah. They everything, still sound everything great. Is, oh, everything yes. is, I can't, I cannot, yeah. on production, on vocals, y'all both sound great. Yeah. yeah. It's I, never going to be a thing. Y'all are always going to be stellar right there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go into some projects, okay? So first project is Tinashe, BB slash Angel. Tinashe. Mm-hmm, Uh <laughs> I enjoy the project. Mm-hmm. Whereas, where is my project at? Sorry, give me a second. Tinashe. So, yes, I enjoyed the project. Um, I did have some favorites. Uh, but I will say that I didn't know what to expect going into this project. And I had heard needs and I had heard um, talk, to me, talk to, me nice. to me nice. Right. So those are the two things that I'm leading off of. Mm-hmm. And it got kind of deep. A little yeah. bit. The album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It got kind of deep. And I would, cause talk to me nice is a fun single and needs is also a fun single. Mm-hmm. Um, Gravity's cute, too. Yeah. Gravity's very cute. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, but it, it it got a little deep. Like I wasn't even mad at it though, uh, but it was different than what I expected because the two leading singles were "Talk to Me Nice" and "Needs." Um, how'd y'all think? What y'all think of it? Did y'all like it? How'd you feel? Do you have any favorite songs? I loved it. Mm-hmm. I really, really love this album. Um, you already know what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I popped it open. I saw album at the top. I scrolled to the bottom and I saw seven songs, 20 minutes. And <laughs> yes, I said, bitches, you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you crazy? But I hit play, you know, still listen to it. And I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. Um, my favorites on it were, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and tightrope. Yes. Yes. Great project. I'm excited to see her um, soon. Me yeah. too. I'm ready. Tinashi. Same. Um, I enjoyed it, Tinashi. Thank you. Um, yeah, I felt the same way. Leading off the first two tracks that we knew about, I did not know what to expect from the rest, but I enjoyed what we got. Mm-hmm. Um, mine 
Mine were actually the same as Frenchie's, uh-huh, and tightrope. I like those. Yes. Gravity was really nice, and so is none of my business, but those are my top two, uh-huh, and tightrope. I do love uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Uh, but yeah, for, the, for those who are listening, go and buy the project. Go and stream the project. Go buy tickets for Tinashe's tour. If you haven't already, we already have our tickets. So, yeah, mm, yeah. you Get know, it. <laughs> if it's sold out, then we're sorry for you. Mm. Um, but let's move on to the next project. Yes. Olivia Rodrigo came out with Guts. Guts. Um, I know that this is Frenchie's first time listening to a full Olivia Rodrigo project. <laughs> yes, so I do want to get your take before I go. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I absolutely freaking loved this project. I, I was like, okay, I have to go back and listen to her first album now. Um, me listening to only this second project, I was like, okay, if her first one sounds anything like this or it's kind of like in the direction of this then i totally understand why baby girl was sweeping up them awards yeah i understand (laughs) i'm like she's good yes i'm here for her i love it so yeah i I gotta i gotta go listen to the first project so i can be fully abreast right um it just took me back to like music that i really liked when i was growing up yeah Mm -hmm. you know it didn't used to be cool or whatever to (laughs) like listen to this kind of music especially being a black girl so you know it is nice to to get that same kind of feeling listening to this um my favorites on it i had a lot of favorites hey um but i will say they were a bad idea right Mm -hmm. vampire which was a single which i did hear that when i came in i really did like that Mm -hmm. um lacy Get him back and love is embarrassing. Okay. Uh, Yay. Mm -hmm. Nika, give us your favorites on this project. Olivia, you've done it again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Bad idea, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Making the bed, logical, get him back, love is embarrassing, the grudge. Yeah, Yeah. listen, that last half. That was, yeah. (laughs) It's a really good album. Um, Shit's good. Yeah, my favorites are All American Bitch. (laughs) Hey, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, I do like Get Him Back as well, and I do like The Grudge. Um, And of course, Vampire. Yes, Vampire is so fucking good. But overall, I think that Olivia Rodrigo really does give a sense of nostalgia to our people, especially people who are in our age group who grew up with this kind of music. Mm -hmm. I think it was kind of tucked away for a bit uh mm-hmm. after it was like it had like a really big popular stint and then it was tucked away for a bit kind of just in the background and in the underground and olivia really did a good job of bringing it back up slowly right because she came out with driver's license and we were like mm-hmm. all right like i like the song yeah. it was sad as shit yes it was. <laughs> driver's license was such a sad i remember whenever it came out i was like god, god damn i said the kids aren't all right <laughs> no they're not i remember being like the kids are not all right they're, they're not. not happy <laughs> they're not and i remember listening to my first olivia rodrigo project and being like damn mm-hmm. this is kind of where i was like in middle school yeah, teen, angst. It, teen angst little grungy but it gave me that nostalgia and this other this next project guts is like yes. an elevated version of sour to me um so it shows the growth olivia for those who don't know olivia writes her music olivia mm-hmm. produces her music it's not like she i mean she has producers as well yes who are in a hand and writers as well but for the most part she's really she does this she's shit. pinning this yeah and she's like on the guitar like mm-hmm. come like she's really involved in the creation of her music which i do appreciate especially yes. for people who was like a young 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 artist mm-hmm. yeah you don't usually get that a lot especially with the young artists who are out right now because it's just like 
the music industry is so yeah, like let, you don't know what you're doing yeah, yeah like let yeah, it just let take, it over. take over but she's always had that like you know what i got this and does have it and has been sweeping awards left and right mm-hmm. so yeah and she sounds great live i mean i've seen her live before and i think that she was great and whenever i say seeing i mean seeing like on the tv but <laughs> i still still think she was at last year's vma she performed i believe so and yeah. she did really mm-hmm. good and i said that's the way we do it um so congratulations olivia rodrigo oh okay hey. i tried to roll my r's it, was, it wasn't working but <laughs> olivia rodrigo I'm just going to say it like that and just keep it stepping because I tried to roll the R's and it, there was too many. They're, they're too close together. Rodrigo. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> see? <laughs> support me. That was No, I'm supporting you. Thank you. I love it. Um, next project, Tizo Touchdown. How do you sleep at night? Uh, I will give my idea on Tizo Touchdown. Not my idea, my thoughts on Tizo Touchdown's project first. Mm-hmm. Whatever I tell you. It was just... For those who listened last week, obviously I was a little out of touch, right? Yes. <laughs> um, I said, have I heard of Tizo? And they were like, yes, yes you have. <laughs> but this is my first time listening to a full Tizo Touchdown project. And it mm-hmm. had, it was 40 minutes, it had 14 songs. And I said, let's do this. Tizo really does tell a story. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. tells a really good story. And mm-hmm. I don't think he's that focused on... He's one of those artists who's not looking for perfection, right? He's not focused yeah. on, did I hit that note or did I do that right or let me do that over and It's about the feel for him. If, mm-hmm. it, if he feels it, it's out on the mic. So you could hear the imperfections. You could hear like the little blips in whatever he was saying. And he was kind of just letting himself have fun with his project while at the same time taking it seriously because... I mean, he has some great features on here from Fouché, Janelle Monet, mm-hmm. Isaiah Rusk. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. this is this is a solid project, but a lot of it is him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like I learned more about him and his story while listening to this project, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, Yay. come on, Tizo, come on, Tizo. I'm happy to be a part of the fan club now because I'm into it. I like that. Yeah. I don't. I might go to a show. Hey. If there's a He's show to good. go to. He's good live. He opened up for Tyler. Oh, okay, cool. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Woo, woo. Um, what were y'all favorites on this project? Um, My favorites on it, Um, let's see. We talked about You Thought last week, so I yes. won't even include yeah. that. Um, So, my favorites on it were Uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, Neighborhood. I Don't Think You See Me. And Nune. Okay. Nika. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> sweet neighborhood familiarity. I don't think you see me in Nune. And mine were you thought, even though that was what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, neighborhood as well. Um, impossible. I really liked. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and those were like my top three. But this was a good project. Yes. Neighbor. I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Neighbor was deep. Yes. Neighbor was very deep. Neighbor uh. was like, it, Neighbor got deep. It and I was like, it got deep. Neighbor got deep. I was into it. And then I said, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this is taking a turn. Neighbor. Um, but it'll make you feel something. No matter what, whoever you are, whatever age group you're in, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like the musical still, his, his music makes you feel. Yeah. So don't be focused on like perfection or yeah, vocals. Be focused on just what he's saying in the tracks. Um, cause he, he doesn't, his writing isn't super complex, right? It's not like something it's that's like, simple. I'm taking all these metaphors and things and putting them in. Like, no, he's no. telling you word for mm-hmm. word, very simple what it is mm-hmm. and having fun with it while adding some ad libs, some oohs and ahs, some backgrounds. Yes. I'm into it. Yeah. He's had fun. 
Um, so yeah, check it out. Check and it out. next, Tome Stith POV. Yes. Um, whenever I tell you. <laughs> wow. I really enjoyed this project. Um, I do feel like it did, you know, my, my <laughs> little my little R and B heart really oh, did oh. get the beat. And in there okay. for those who don't know, there aren't many male R and B artists I enjoy, right? Uh-huh. Right. I mostly stick to the female vocals because I just feel like they're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um there are a few male artists that I'm like, yes, vocally you're amazing. And there are tons of talented male R and B singers. It's just for me, you gotta really be able to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Tone Stith is one of them that I really do like and have liked always. Yes. Um I enjoyed the project. Uh I enjoyed that it was pretty much all him. Um and I do think that my favorites on this probably were Stamina. <laughs> <laughs> stamina is my number one favorite. I'm just going to say that. I've had to pick one. That was my number one favorite, Stamina. Uh-huh. So what did y'all think of the project? I freaking loved this project. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another one of those moments I said, album, scroll to the bottom, seven songs, 22 minutes. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but. This is the they spent this twenty two minutes perfectly. Yeah, yes. they did. They fit everything. It really told a story. From it started off like, oh, bitch, fuck you, yeah. you yeah. did me wrong, and then it went into now I'm drinking, mm-hmm. and now I'm now I'm fucking, and mm-hmm. now I'm getting caught up. Like, oh, okay, bitch, I see how that might have happened. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, um, yeah, I love this. You go, Tony uh, my favorites on it were Reposado hey! and Stamina. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, I loved this. Um, I enjoyed the opening track, Smoking in the Park Paradise, and then I liked Reposado, of course, and Stamina. Come on mm-hmm. now. Tone Stith, I think, is really doing something for R&B that is needed. Um, and not needed in the sense of, you can't find it anywhere. You can find it plenty of, pl- plenty of places. There are tons of great male R&B singers out right now that are really singing their asses off, mm-hmm. but they need the support of the people to be listening and yeah. sharing. So I think y'all should listen to Stone Tone Stith. I think y'all should share him. Yes. Put him on your story. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like overall support the project because it's really good. Yes. And I want other people to know that's really good. And we're going to, of course, share it and put it on our playlist. But yes. y'all got to do the work too because we want to see him in LA. So, hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. If you have a show coming up, Tone. We'll, we'll be there. Hey. We'll be there. Right. Don't worry about it. Somebody I knew was at his listening party. I didn't even oh, know. Uh, <laughs> let me know what's going on. Yeah, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's all I have for us for the gust of wind today. So. Yeah, that was so good. I love that. Like a drum. <laughs> I'm also running under the umbrella today. Oh my goodness! Under the no, under the umbrella today. Mm. So that's just under the I, couldn't, I couldn't get under it. Could, still can't get it out. It's okay. One more under, day. One more go. I'm running under our umbrella today. All right. Thank yes. You. Thank you. <laughs> we love Thank that. You. So shall we put our umbrellas out? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. So today I want to talk a bit about friendship. You know, it's kind of a Ooh. running. To- it's a running topic on the show, right? Friends. Friendship. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I do want to talk a bit about navigating friendships in your life. Uh, mm-hmm. just to give what made this like give give background on why I wanted to pick this, uh, I was recently in conversation with one of the one a friend of mine at least, mm-hmm. and he was um, a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly. 
<laughs> and uh, we were talking a bit about how we cultivate our friendships and what our friendship style is mm-hmm. and the conversations we like to have with our friends, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And we kind of came to some interesting conclusions, um, good ones, but interesting ones, because we realized a lot of people probably don't make friends how we make friends mm. slash don't see friendships in the same way that we see friendships. Yeah. So I wanted to get both of y'all's opinions on it. Um, first, I want to know, how do you navigate friendship in your life and how much weight does it hold to you? I'm keeping it pretty open-ended. So. Okay. Yeah, okay. so it's not, I don't want to be like, so what does that mean, navigate? I kind of want you to, based off of whenever you hear that question, Yeah. Okay. what do you say? Um, I feel like my friendships are very important to me. They hold a lot of weight to me. Um, I'm an extremely loyal individual, so... Once I make friends with someone, then I'm like, okay, we're locked in for life mm-hmm. until a bump come around, right? <laughs> oh, if it, if and when, right? Hopefully never. But yeah, I'm pretty much like I'm here for it. Like I'm ready to be your friend when you need me. I'm here. Hopefully, when I need you, you're there as well. Like, mm, wow. um, you know, just really being able to support each other and talk about, you know, good days, bad days, in betweens. I agree. Um. Yeah, how do I navigate them, though? I mean, uh, gee, I don't know. Um, I feel like I could probably do better with how I navigate them. Um, I'm kind of like one of those people who's like, I, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the phone to ring or like the yeah. text to come through. <laughs> um, just because I really love being by myself. And sometimes when I'm just not really feeling the best, like, I just don't want to be around um anybody anything um but i love my friends so i mean i know that if i am feeling bad and something is going on like i can always just like hit up my friends and even if it's not like seeing them right if even if it's not seeing them in person um we can always just send each other something like through our our twitter thread or um our Instagram group chat or whatever, or, you know, just our text group chat. And I was like, okay, like today's good. Today's better. Like my friends, they're here. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. About you, Nika. Hmm. Um, I feel like I could also navigate better because I am also the type where like when they text me or when they call me, I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. But yeah, but I mostly enjoy my alone time but I really, really love my friends. So anytime something comes up, like I'm going to go, I'm going to be there, mm-hmm. obviously, because I want to and I love, love, love them. Um, but I feel like I could do better at like, I don't know, planning something or mm. I mean, I talked about this, I think last week saying like I don't ever plan things, but I'm always going to things that people plan, which is not a problem. I just feel like one day I should be like, Oh, Nika's Nika's having a whatever mm-hmm. the hell, but mm-hmm. oh, Nika's hell. nasty bash. Okay, all right, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> Love that one. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Um, but how much weight do the, it holds? A lot of weight because my friends are really important to me. Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> your friends become your chosen family because you choose these people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at the end of the day, they. They become your chosen family, and you guys are a family. Your your brothers, sisters, cousins, whatever you want to call each other, but you're yeah. you're like this. You're locked in, as Frenchie said. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, friendships are very, very important to me. I like to know, I like to know and not know everything about my friends because I like to be able to learn something new. Like, mm. I think that's fun. I mean, that's just, I mean, yeah. that's what any relationship, you love to find those like little surprises. Like, when Frenchie got excited about wagon wheels, I was like, oh, yes. That's mm. so cute. I was yeah. like, yeah, I, I didn't know what she was going to say. Right. What I did, what? What I did, what? What I do. Oh, God. Don't say too much. Oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, the wagon wheels. Nothing, yes. bitch. <laughs> God dang. Yes, yes, the wagon wheels. The wagon wheels, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I squealed at that No, she did. She was so happy. And I was like, you see, that shit's cute. Mm. That's is. my sister. <laughs> yeah. Um,. I am the Lincoln Navigator okay. of friendships. All right. What? You don't have to say Lincoln You don't have navigator. to say it. You could have said. <laughs> you could have went sprinter. with Buick. Yeah, you know. I am the Lincoln Navigator Couldn't of friendships. Couldn't be a sprinter. Couldn't be a sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be a sprinter. Baby, I'm in the front seat and I'm driving. Wow. Uh, I don't care what it is. I'm going to find something for my friends and I to do if it's the last thing I do and I don't care what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit of balance. I do say that it's like a 50%, 50% kind of thing just because I, I do have quite a few friends. Uh, and or do you ever? <laughs> so half of my time is spent doing stuff with friends who have planned things and then the other half is me planning some stuff for my friends to do. Um, but I will say that friendships hold a tremendous amount of weight on me. Um, like yes. Nika mentioned, friendships are my chosen family as well, and I treat them as such. Um, mm-hmm. And my family treats them as such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I take them very seriously. Uh, and, you know, I learned, specifically, I think, in college, how everything was a bit different whenever I realized that people don't see friendships how I see friendships. Uh-huh. And it did cause, like, I don't even want to say some discourse, but more so of an aha moment, right? Yeah. Um, which leads me to my next question, which is, right. has there ever been a time where you try to establish friendship with someone or maybe a group of people, mm-hmm. and um, you immediately sense, this may not work out? Yes. <laughs> and it usually happens in that transition stage of, High school to college when I'm the only one somewhere and I got to find out what's going on. But it happens in many states, even if it goes to changing schools, moving, whatever it is, right? Right. Um, I feel like everyone's had a situation where they've tried to like, okay, let's see where I fit in. These people seem cool. Oh, wait. (laughs) Hold on. Oh, shit. This may not be my crowd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the situation, Frenchie? Yeah. Um... Yeah, so basically my mom was like, hey, there's this girl that I know and she's like around your age. <laughs> Y'all know what they yeah, know. Um, And she is like around your age and she doesn't really like have any friends. Um, I think y'all would probably get along. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I met the girl and I was like, it was like kind of like, it was a little awkward Mm -hmm. but i mean that's expected like you know what i mean it wasn't yeah someone new and it's not like we met like organically like oh my god oh nice shirt oh and then we just started talking (laughs) Mm -hmm. right it was like you know it's like you kind of got put on like a blind date kind of a thing so you know i expected it to be a little awkward um but yeah like we hung out went to the movies and like it was okay it was all right but i was like maybe we just need to do something a little bit more like interactive so i can get her you know like 
talking more and get yeah. me talking more with her and stuff like that. So um, a few months afterward, I had my birthday and I had a birthday party, um, just like a little game night. I invited all my friends and her over because, you know, I'm like, I want you to know me and, and my, my friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Mm-hmm. that night i was like oh no this is a mistake like <laughs> so it's not just awkward with me i'll never forget it. it's I'll the never whole forget. the whole room was feeling the off vibes uh. and when i tell you the whole room was feeling the off vibes that made the whole night just be off mm. like people were feeling some kind of way like it was tubes in the building and Ooh. it don't it don't be no tubes mm. it don't be no feeling no kinds of ways when where you know I'm all together with my friends, so yeah. when I introduced this new person, and that was mm-hmm. what was going on, I was like, okay, so it wasn't just that you know the couple times we hung out and it was just a little off. Like, no, this is not this is not a person that can be my friend mm-hmm. because yeah, you have all my other friends reacting in this way, and I don't like that. Mm. So I wish you were in the elevator right down. That oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, you could right. hear her. <laughs> you could yeah, hear her you mouth. Could really hear her. <laughs> You hear a mouse nibbling on cheese, girl. It was an experience. (laughs) My My God. (laughs) Bless her. Bless her. I hope she's doing all right. Same. 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 But yeah, it wasn't going to work out. Mm -hmm. And were were those like the the signs were just like it was off? Yeah, it was just off. Like our conversation it wasn't really anything there. Like we didn't really have many things to like connect on. Like yeah. we didn't really like the same things. Um, so it was like kind of hard to even talk about stuff. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, you bring something up and then I'm like, Oh, I don't like that person. And then they bring this up and you're like, I don't like that person. <laughs> you know what cool. I mean? So it's like, damn, we're just, you know, like kind of bumping heads a lot. So yeah, that's why I thought like, well, maybe if I get her into an environment where there's more people, more conversations, more likes and dislikes, maybe then we'll find more of like a common ground. And it just didn't go that way. Mm. Hey, listen, shit happens. Yeah, mm. yeah, shit as the show has shown you, shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. What about you, Nika? Have you ever had friendships that you felt like, okay, like let me try this out, and then you're like, hold on now. Yeah, in mm-hmm. college, because I mean. I was trying to make new friends. Like, my friends were at other schools. I was like, I don't got my niggas beside me. <laughs> so I got to make some new ones. So I got to make some new ones. But, yeah. Um, I remember there being, like, there was, like, a group of people that I was trying to be friends with. And they were just, like, not, not hidden for me. So then me and one of the people from, like, the people that were in that group like we were hanging out for a little bit but then it was like they were just so they were closed-minded and stuck on like certain things Mm. and it just was throwing me off because like I want like I want to go explore and go do this and I'm trying to invite you're like no I think I'm gonna just stay here in my little and I'm like yeah my Mm -hmm. my hidey hole and it's just like we're we're in San Francisco, bitch. Yeah. Like let's go, <laughs> let's go do something. But everything was no, I don't want to do that, or no, I don't want to go to this thing. Even if it was something on campus, like if they were like showing a movie or something, it was just like no, that like that's too much and everything. And Aww. I just didn't understand. Yeah. And also when I was talking to, I was. I wanted to be around niggas, obviously. Uh-huh. I'm a nigga. I'm black. Yeah. So I was like, 
all right, I'm joining BSU. It was my sophomore year when I joined, and I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, hmm, because some of them were ho tap down. Oh, yeah. And I was just. Yeah, you will always find some of those in the BSU, you always find some, but I had never experienced a ho tap in high school, so of course. That was your first interaction. Yeah, so of course, I'm like, I'm like, what are y'all, what are you, what is talking about these random books and and some of them were like yes because when you're with a man you have to take care of him oh, blah God. blah blah and these different values that are that were just not hitting with me because i'm not licking nobody's boot mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah there were some weird people listen mm. that kind of stuff especially <laughs> happens just in general when you're trying to make new friends in different spaces yeah. and places yeah. um in college, I was blessed enough to meet my first friend, and we are still tight to this day. Hey. Uh, hey, God is good. Two of my mm-hmm. first people I met, Brianna and Saran. Those yes. are the two first people I met on LA Music Campus, and I am very, very, very tight with both of them. Um, but I will say that, of course, trying to establish relationships outside of them, because since they were the first people I met, I was like, okay, well, I should tried to talk to other people too yeah, and did those worked I, out fine i joined bl <laughs> i joined bsu yeah um i was also on executive board of bsu my hey. freshman year don't play okay leader um and i remember meeting this guy uh who had some interest in me and i went to a party with him and it was like a lot of other you know people of color who are gay and who are male at said party mm-hmm. mostly black though i will say mostly black mm-hmm. and i was like okay well the guy is cool he's hella smart he reads hella much um he knows how to dress mm-hmm. so let me go meet these people who he hangs out with and whenever i tell you in the shallow i mean every conversation i had was in the shallow end mm. and i was like they talking about designer this and designer that and buying this and mm. I've done this with so and so and drinking and turning up and I'm here for a good time and drinking and turning up yeah but I realized very quickly this is not my crowd right mm-hmm. especially upon meeting you like this may not be the crowd that I need to meet certain people in yeah um never hung out with the group of me and the guy is still cool to this day. Never hung out with that group of people again. I met like one person in that whole entire group that I felt like, okay, cool. And there was also one person who I knew from childhood who was in that group who I was cool with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the group overall as a whole, just trying to make friends with different people. I said, this, I got my one friend here. I'm going to just, I'm going to keep him. Right. And then keep a step in <laughs> just because mm-hmm. things aren't aligning. I'm not seeing eye to eye with a lot of people. They've yeah. got these interesting values. Like I yeah. said about things that mm-hmm. I just didn't understand. Um, but I think what also made it a big thing was the fact that I realized, and as we have realized, even doing this show and then seeing stuff on social media and seeing stuff in the news of different like friends who lead a friend somewhere or, yeah. you know, somebody get kidnapped. I've realized there's a lot of community and people out there mm-hmm. who do not have deep friendships because nope. they don't talk about deep shit and for uh-huh. anybody who is my friend i'm always the bitch who's like <laughs> yes so i have a question no, no literally let's get deep let's get deep because i just want to know <laughs> my people right like i want to i want to know them in and out and i feel like every friend i have 
no matter how deep we run or how how shallow it's been, whatever, quote unquote shallow, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like I've had someone who I call a friend in my life, mm-hmm. anybody who I have had called a friend in my life, I have had a deep conversation with in some capacity. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes, I was talking to my friend about this other um, today, um, and he was telling me things in regards to his experience, and he was just saying like, he tried to make a new new group of friends where he was mm-hmm. um and it was just very they they basically told him like you know it's kind of weird like you know you want to talk about deep shit what's going on and i said that's the, that's what friends are supposed to do talk about deep shit yeah but i feel like getting deep nowadays is just not on the friendometer like it used to be and i'm not yeah. sure why it's not yeah but we need to bring that back yeah, because how um, are you supposed to know your people? That's what I'm wondering. And mm-hmm. I also realized, even coming out of college, a lot of people see their friends as just that. You are just my friends. Mm-hmm. And that's that. You're not my family. You're just my friends. Make no mm-hmm. mistake. Like, I got my brother. I got my sister. I got my auntie, my mama, my uncles, whatever yeah. it is. But that's my family. You are just my friend. And they have a very distinct line on how far friends can go. Like, I hang out with friends, but I don't bring friends to my house. I do this with friends, but I don't, you know, we don't integrate. We keep it all very cute and separate. And I just, it was so disjointed to me because I grew up in an environment where my cousins and my mom and my dad, like their friends Mm -hmm. always came to our family picnics. Yeah. Always came on our family vacations. So Mm -hmm. naturally to me, friendship, as I saw it modeled was whenever you have a friend, you bring them with you to the family stuff. Yeah. And they meet your family Mm -hmm. and they hang out with y'all and we play games and they think of, and the family soon thinks of your friends as part of their family. You, my cousin too, you, my cousin, my family has it to that, to this day with all of my friends. Right. Definitely. So I feel like, it really opened my eyes after whenever I got to college and was like, damn, a lot of people don't have any real friends here. And then I talk to people to this day who are like, I only really keep in touch with you or you are the only one who really checks on me. And I'm like, didn't you have a whole established friend group like in college? Right. <laughs> oh yeah. But you know, people got married, people fell off. And I was like, people huh. getting married over here. People right. ain't, but we ain't fell off, you know? Right. People are doing different things in our friend group that are elevating them, whether it's in their career, whether it's in their personal lives, Yeah. but still tight, tight. <laughs> and I just realized that friendships aren't really getting deep anymore. And I even see it with like younger generations, just talking to my little cousin, Jayana. She doesn't have many friends Mm -hmm. in that same, like in that same um, um, sphere, like how we've made friends. Right. Mm -hmm. I was even talking to um, Camille's sister, Kayla. And Kayla was like, when am I going to meet my, you know, Chris? Or when am I going to meet my somebody in college? Mm-hmm. And I said, are people not getting deep anymore? Oh. But I, I I really think that that's a thing. I don't think that people are enjoying getting deep with their friends. And I'm not sure if it's because of social media mm. or just poor social skills or what's happening. Both? I think, yeah. Yeah, so I want to get your opinions on that, both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's both. But I think it, it lays more heavier on the social skills Mm -hmm. side of things Mm -hmm. um yeah you know um it's the way that we speak to each other and talk to each other it's not the same you know what i mean it used to be like you know oh you had to call your friend like all the way up through middle school pretty much until like around eighth fish grade Mm -hmm. i think um 
who am I texting? Like, what am I like? No, like me and my friends, like we call each other on the phone and we're on the phone for hours just talking about whatever, watching movies together, but on the phone or like, you know, doing things like that. And then it's like, then we got to high school and then it was like, okay, like we have a little bit more like social media apps out here. So, okay, now we're posting, uh, you know, on there, Mm -hmm. but it's like, when you post something, it's not like to have an interaction yeah. with somebody. It's not like, oh, um, you know, like if you send a picture to someone in a text message, you ex- you expect them to, you know, you expect to have like some kind of conversation or reaction or something like that to the picture. But I feel like when you do that on social media, you're not really looking to have conversation. You're looking to get you know, somebody to say something, leave a comment or something mm-hmm. like that. But that's not really like a place for conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have, okay, now we have DMs. Like, oh, yeah. okay, like that's new. And in DMs um, and on, you know, and, and on comments that are left on people's posts or even things that you say on on Twitter or something like that, you know, like you keep it short. Because, you know, you're not really here to talk long. You're talking over an app. So you're trying to make it just quick, short, sweet, get straight to the point. So, you know, everything's like shortened and condensed. Like all of our, like you can say a whole damn sentence and squeeze it into like five letters. And that just said a whole sentence to me. Like, you know what I mean? So I feel like we just kind of got like more and more truncated on like, how we speak to each other, when we speak to each other and the way that we engage with each other. And yeah, I think that that just really impacts your social skills because we're not even really speaking in real sentences anymore. Like, you know, there's a shortened way to say everything. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're actually in the presence of an actual person for, (laughs) for once Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, it's like, okay, how do I, talk how do i like really speak to you because i spend most of my time on my phone where i'm not really having conversations with people i'm i am interacting with what people are saying and people are interacting with something that i'm saying yeah but there's no real like conversation happening that's happening so it's very touch and go very touch and go Mm -hmm. so yeah i feel like yeah when you're when you have a person in front of you it's like uh, yeah I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. I agree. And there were also certain clearances we had to go through as kids when we had to talk to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there were, mm-hmm. so we couldn't just, whenever I was in third or fourth grade, I couldn't just pick up the phone and call my friend. Like, I'd have to ask my yeah. mom, <laughs> can I call, you know, can I call Renee? Can I call Nika? <laughs> yeah, sure, you can. And then picking up the phone and calling her house phone and then getting yeah. her mama. Yeah. And then her mama passing the phone to her. It's like you had to, mm-hmm. you had to work to get to your friend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, kids didn't have, nowadays kids have phone in like second, third grade, fourth grade. Yeah. yeah. But you had to know the people in the line of order. Like, I got to talk to your mama before I talk mm-hmm. to you to get to you. I can only be on the phone for so long with you. Mm-hmm. But also, I just knew what, there were parents were a lot more involved in our friendships whenever yeah. we were kids mm. versus how they're involved now. And I don't mean involved in the sense of they're always with y'all, but trying to do something with y'all. But our parents like had to know who we were with. Yep. Whose house we were at. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. who the adult was. Like there were there were certain things that had to go along with it. And some parents still do do that. Yeah. But nowadays it's like, oh, like, yeah, Jimmy from school is having something. Can I go? And they're like, who else is going? Oh, yeah. Me and Sarah are going. Oh, OK. I know Sarah. So cool. Yeah. Go. And it's mm-hmm. like they're not asking Jimmy, where does Jimmy live? Who right. is Jimmy's mom? Do you met did you meet Jimmy in what class? Like they're not asking yeah. any of those questions anymore. They're just like, you know what? I can keep up. Okay, you meet mm-hmm. new, you got you got friends from the internet, you got friends right. from the uh from school, you got friends from practice, you got friends from the park, like you got yeah. so many yeah. I can't keep up anymore. That's true. Versus ours was so concentrated. So I do think there's a bit of a difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki, did you want to say anything about just how deep friendships have gotten or how they haven't um, gotten? Yeah, I agree that social media has made people more socially awkward when it comes to talking in person. I mean like the kids don't even have sleepovers anymore. Like it's not even, yeah, it's not even a thing. Like, well, I'm a sleepover. I'm just Facetime you, and we can go to sleep together. Mm-hmm. No, literally, I'm like they don't even have sleepover. They don't have like the whole like we're gonna do this. We're gonna have popcorn, watch a movie, sleeping bags. Like they don't have. Mm-hmm. Like I remember my Barbie sleeping bag. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't have it. any of that. And I realized that with like my younger my younger siblings, like they. Like they talk to their friends and they send each other TikToks and shit all day, but mm-hmm. sleepover? No, no. They'll meet up at the mall sometimes or whatever, but that's about it. Like they still go to the mall, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> but they don't have like those friend dates or like they don't have they don't have sleepovers when all the people are. We're all together. We're having fun and everything. The parents don't know where their kids are because they just sitting them off and they just like as long as you make it back home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just feel like mostly it's them. They're online all day, all the time, and they have friends from literally all over the world. Like they got their TikTok friends and they got yeah they got Instagram and they're just talking to all types of random people and a lot of the times the. And even if, and I feel like if they do have those friends that are like really close to them, that it's somebody in another state that they became locked mm-hmm. in with. Yeah. Yeah. So they can't like see each other, but they probably have like FaceTime dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I definitely have online friends, mm-hmm. like people who I've met online just through the years yeah. because we were coming up, whether it was on Tumblr, yeah. whether it was on Twitter, whether it was on Instagram, whether it was on Snap. Like I've met so many people online, mm-hmm. but I can give you a very small number of who have actually met in person, who mm-hmm. actually who, who actually call a friend, right? Yeah, right. I got sure. a couple in my pocket who I can call a friend because I have had times with you where yeah. we have just talked for hours and really got to know each other. But the people who I touch and go with are like the people who are online. Like, mm-hmm. hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Da, 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 da. You know, great job. Do your thing. Yeah. But... Those are my touch and go people. Those are my friend friends. I mm-hmm. got my friend friends right here. They're my bond. Um, I take friendships very seriously. I take them very deeply. Um, I love mm-hmm. my friends with my whole heart and mind. My, my friends are my family. Yes. Um, but I do want that to change in culture. I just want I want friendships to get deeper and be established in a deep way, mm-hmm. so that people don't have to you know feel like they've only got them because yeah. there are more people out there. Yeah, and there's definitely always going to be somebody that likes the things that you like. It's not going to be every single thing, but you're going to have, like, a plethora of things that you can talk about and share. And if you don't have something, I 
feel like you know you can easily find something that you both enjoy and go do that or be like hey this looks really cool like oh yeah i saw that the other day and then go mm-hmm. it's just that simple y'all get deep with your friends mm-hmm. love on them tell them that you love them and if you're not deep with your friends maybe try to and get with a yeah. couple friends see if yeah. they want to get deep and if they don't want to get deep get out yeah get the and and find new friends who want to get deep because those are the <laughs> lifelong ones people are always like i have such trouble keeping friends or i'm so hard because you're not getting deep with them mm-hmm. if people are actually showing you who they are they're not just leaving off of a whim right mm-hmm. so take the time make the friendships get deep with those friends and if you can't get deep get out and find new ones that you can get deep with that's my word and that's my underarm brother today so hey. thank you and that's or, the gospel truth right yeah. <laughs> Or, I mean, if you're that kind of person who, I mean, you're looking to get deep, but you don't know how to get deep, um, there are plenty of aids out mm-hmm. there. Games. I'm a huge fan of question card games. Yes. I love the and. They mm-hmm. have friendship edition, stranger edition, mm-hmm. relationship edition, family edition. Like, they have so Every many. Every. Um, there's many others out there as well. You know, just something to, like, guide you along the way. Because you might be like, I want to do that. I want to get deep, but I just don't know how. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to start. You know, like, these little question games can really aid you in that and yeah i love them i recommend them mm-hmm. i do too we've yeah. all played them before so yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes that's um, all i have for y'all today beautiful yes, beautiful lovely i love that i love you oh, i love, I you, love you and i love you i wow. love you um, so much love going on here right let's have an orgy okay right. no okay. thank you i'm all sorry right. no no i don't do that no okay no do it wasn't that. worth the try mm, no. no okay cool great <laughs> um uh, thank y'all so much for joining us for this episode of the black umbrella thank happy you. tv thursday thank y'all so much for just being here just listening and being our friend hey oh yeah okay thank you for being friend. Dum, 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 exactly i love y'all we hey, love y'all we love, y'all. love you make sure that you follow us on instagram twitter tiktok um everything at tbu podcast Send us an email, theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. Um, let us know how you feel about our friendship conversation today. And let us know a little bit about how you move through your friends, how much weight does it hold, and, you know, do you be getting deep? Mm. Let us know. <laughs> and we'll talk to y'all next week. Happy TV Thursday, y'all. We love you. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.